Is Alec Baldwin going to jail? I'm going to let you know the definite answer in this podcast. We're going to be seeing gas go to $10 a gallon in my prediction. And Arizona files for temporary restraining order to stop the Biden vaccine mandate. We'll get into all this and more in just one second. If you can, please drop this video a like. Subscribe to the Pulse Vacations on new video every single day. If you can, go listen to the podcast, the full episode, the Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Go there right now and subscribe. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please become a YouTube channel member. If you're watching on Facebook, please become a Facebook supporter. If you're listening on the podcast apps, please just go become a Patreon. Link is in the bio, in the description, wherever it is. The show is completely funded supported by you guys now let's get right into this joe biden's america gas prices in one california town top 7.59 per gallon and i'm telling you right now we are going to eventually see ten dollars a gallon somewhere in this country we are going to get gallon at unprecedented levels um, in these recent decades at the very least now this article was posted by hannity or i guess hannity's staff now let's read. A price for regular gallon of gasoline in Gorga, California, top 760 per gallon this week as a country economic struggles continue. Even on here it says it says 840 for premium. It says 790 for unleaded plus. Gas keeps getting more and more expensive especially in California, perhaps nowhere is the price of the remote central coast of Gorda, the town's only gas station is offering a regular unleaded for 760 premium for 850 reports ABC Los Angeles. Now, here's another thing is I guess I'm going to be a little bit tiny bit of devil's advocate here. Uh, I mean we're we're dealing with like this is a town that only has one gas station. So their their prices might be more susceptible to massive fluctuations given a multitude of reasons. Um, but still, I mean it it is still we're hitting high gas levels across the board regardless. So the town is well known for high gas prices, but the station is the only available option for dozens of miles uh, along the Big Sur co- coast. Uh, while White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki dismissed growing criticism of high energy prices earlier this month, certainly we all want to keep gasoline prices low, but the threat of the climate uh, of the the threat of the climate crisis certainly can't wait any longer. That's what they're concerned about. When when our when our what is it? Our fuel efficiency, not our fuel efficiency, but when, when we're hitting these economic hardships in relation to fuel, they want to go climate change on us. Let's listen. Into COP's summit here. Yeah. Do you worry that this could impact the pledges that countries are willing to make? Will other governments get weak need about going green at a time when they're facing brewing sort of political crises at home over really skyrocketing prices of non-renewable fuel sources? We certainly hope not. I mean, I think what COP26 is about is to continue the, con- the conversation uh, on the international stage at the leader level uh, that has been going on below the leader level continuously, basically, about our need to work together to address the climate crisis. Uh, one of the greatest national security crises, the presidencies, a number of other world leaders agree on that front. Certainly, we all want to keep gasoline prices low, uh, but uh, the threat of the crisis, uh, the climate crisis, certainly can't wait any longer. So she's basically saying that, um, you know, from threat to the climate crisis, everyone's going to have to suffer and pay a lot, a lot, a lot of money when it comes to electricity, when it comes to fuel, because, you know, climate crisis, you know, it doesn't matter that the rest of the world is contributing more to this, I guess, climate crisis than anyone else. Um, I mean, hey, let's just pray and hope we could win the House at the very least. Pray and hope we can win the Senate at the very least. And let's pray and hope that Trump comes back. And uh, we can win the presidency back. 
don't know where we're going to get gassed down. <laughs> is Alec Baldwin going to go to jail? And the short answer is no. And I'm about to show you a video that I think is very educational for what is going on right now with all the, a lot of misinformation going on uh, around the Alec Baldwin situation. So I'm going to play this video for you guys. Please listen up. Please pay attention. And then we're going we're gonna to go over the situation. So there's a big outrage going on right now on social media of an incident that happened on the filming of Alec Baldwin's new Western film, Rust. But as somebody who actually works in the film industry and works on film and TV sets, let me explain to you this situation. Cinematographer Helena Hutchins was shot by accidental gunfire from a prop gun by Alec Baldwin on the set of the film Rust. But a lot of people are going on social media right now saying Alec Baldwin needs to be arrested because they think he murdered her. That is absolutely not true and it will not happen because it was an accident. Allow me to explain to you how firearms work on set. First off, on any film set, there is no such thing as a prop gun unless it is used for display only. All guns that fire are real guns with fake ammunition called blanks. To those of you who don't know what blanks are, allow me to explain. To those of you who don't know what blanks are, allow me to explain. Blanks load into a gun like a regular bullet would, except there is no bullet tip, which means that there is nothing being fired from the actual bullet shell. All it is is a gunpowder loaded shell that creates the fire flash, giving off the illusion that a bullet is being fired from the gun. However, in very rare cases, tiny fragments can break off the shell of a blank and get caught in the barrel of a gun, which can in turn be fired accidentally by the powder reaction of a blank, which brings me to my second point. Point number two, any instances that happen because of a gun on set is not the actor's fault because the actors are not in charge of loading and checking the guns. That would be left to the prop master. A prop master on set who handles firearms has three responsibilities. Number one, it's a prop master's duty to teach any actor they are giving a firearm to how to properly hold, cock, and fire any gun they are given. Number two, it's a prop master's duty to load all the firearms with the blanks, the fake ammunition, that will be used during any scenes. And most importantly, number three, it is a prop master's duty to inspect every safety aspect of a firearm before giving it to an actor for use. That includes checking the barrel, checking the magazine, and checking the chamber for any fragments that may be left behind by previous blanks. Which brings us to the end result of what happened today. Cinematographer Alina Hudgens is dead because of a firearm mishap on the set of Alec Baldwin's new movie. An incident that is in no way Alec Baldwin's fault. In fact, Alec Baldwin's probably going to be traumatized from this for the rest of his life. The person on set who does need to be held accountable and brought into question is the prop master. This is just an informative video for everyone out there who doesn't know what's going on or to the people out there who are running their mouths about things that they know nothing about. That is just, I, I'm, I, I'm glad that this video is blowing up. I'm glad it's got a ton of views. And I, and I wanted to show this to you guys because there's a lot of misinformation going out on there. There's a lot of jokes going around. There's a lot of crazy things going out. Oh, Alec Baldwin murdered her because she supported Trump. I don't even think she probably doesn't even support Trump. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on about that. People are, there's a Fox News article saying Alec Baldwin facing backlash for a 2017 tweet questioning how it must feel so wrongful killing someone accidentally. Um, how, um, I wonder how it feels to wrongfully kill someone, wrongfully kill someone versus accidental. Sorry, he said, I wonder how it feels to wrongfully kill someone. Well, now he knows, but I'll be completely honest with you. I, I do, first off, like I'm going to break down what I'm seeing. The most common replies, the common trends or common things coming from the conservatives is one people saying, you know, stuff that, um, you know, he purposely murdered somebody because he's crazy. He's got Trump derangement syndrome. Like, let's cut that out. Let's cut that out 
because it, it's just simply not true. It's just simply not true. I get it. He's got Trump derangement syndrome. I get it. He's anti-Second Amendment. I get it. He's anti-American. What else? I mean, it's different. That's just that's Hollywood for you, you know. And, and the irony of it is they're making a movie with a bunch of guns in it. The irony of that. But at the end of the day, um, just because he has Trump derangement syndrome doesn't. I, I just it doesn't. Something just does not sit right with me when it comes to making fun of somebody who accidentally killed another person. Another person who's also innocent. Just something just does not quite sit right with me with mocking this guy over that. Where I get it. We have disagreements on politics all the time. You know what I mean? Bernie Sanders gets sick, and we're all rushing to say, yeah, I hope he gets better. Alec Baldwin accidentally kills someone, which I think is even worse than getting sick. The dude's going to be traumatized for life. Like, I get it. We're, we're at war with these people. We have all these political differences. But... At, at, at where do we draw the line where it's like, ah, you know, I kind of I kind of feel bad. I, I, I'm, I feel like what I'm doing is I'm, I'm watching us on the right devolve into the left. Whereas there used to be a time when Bernie Sanders got sick, we would be saying, sending our thoughts and prayers. Whereas when Trump would get sick, the left would be mocking him to holy hell. Literally. Now we have a situation where someone on their side is involved in a situation that involved an accidental murder, an accidental killing, something that's going to greatly traumatize this dude. I mean, as much as we hate him, as much as we think he's a scumbag and all, you know, it's still, it just still doesn't sit right with me. Like, like this is an innocent person died, an accident occurred. Why are we not sending our thoughts and prayers? For something like this. Why are we no longer sending our thoughts and prayers? This is a question I'm asking. And I do not want to hear the, we need to fight like them. We need to fight like them. We need to be like them. Oh, we've been sending our thoughts and prayers and look, we're losing. That's not an excuse to give up on your foundation principles. That's not an excuse to become them. That's not an excuse to become evil like them. We are, I guess, on the more on the side of religious. We're more on the side of forgiveness. We're Christians. We believe in family values. Like, what are we going to say? Oh, we're going to give up our family values. We're going to give up our religion because we got to fight. That's how we're going to fight the left because that's what they're doing to us. No, like, no, no. You don't. You don't do that. I get it. Yo, we got to be tough. We got to be tough. We gotta. We gotta hit them back. So, so, hey, hey, listen. You're going to be turning more people away. We, we were the side, I remember, when we once prided ourselves on being respectful, being more human, being the better person. And I don't think that we should ever divert from being the better person at any, no matter what. I just don't think that we should divert from that. I, don't, I really do not think that. Because we're going to be going, we are entering an extremely slippery slope in the direction that we're headed with this crazy mob mentality we're being succumbed to. I do not like to see it. I, I, and I hate to see all these crazy, stupid theories, too, from people who've done little to no research at all on the situation. I've been on sets before that they've used these types of guns. I know how it works. I know how it goes down. When, literally, when there's a prop gun on set, they'll literally put the gun on set, and for the most part, They'll take the gun away when it's not in use, so it's not even laying around. 
And they had to tell. They tell everybody. They even have police officers around when they have these guns on set. And they literally have to alert everybody and tell everybody, we got this thing over here, this gun over here, whatever, this, this, and this one. They, they let everybody know. Like they do a lot of safety checks for this stuff. And it, literally an accident occurred. You really think that Alec Baldwin, because he hates Trump, is just going to take a gun out on set and just start shooting people? Hey, Trump derangement people have done some crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie. But let's at least base our hate in reality to the specifics of the situation, okay? That's all I'm asking for. Don't come the left. Look into the facts, okay? And I hope this is something everyone could agree with, because I know there's going to be some idiots in the comments that are going to be like, oh, you just don't get it. You just don't get it, Joey. Listen, I, I, the reason why I call out our side all the time is because I'm trying to keep us on track, Okay. Once you go devolve into these safe spaces on Getter, I'm calling them safe spaces for a reason, not because it's safe, you know, it is our little safe space at the end of the day. Let's be real here because we're banned everywhere else. We get, we get thrown into our little safe spaces and we just become an echo chamber of hate. That's why the left is a giant echo chamber of hate is because they stay in their little safe space and they just bounce this hatred towards, you, towards someone else back and forth to each other and it creates this monster. And that's what's starting to happen with us. We're in our little safe space and we're becoming the left. Let's not, please, please, let's not let this happen. Please agree with me. <laughs> please share this. Please, I hope this resonates with some people and this gets out there. So Arizona files for a temporary restraining order in order to stop the Biden vaccine mandate. Now, this is something that every single state should be doing immediately. Obviously, we're only going to be seeing this coming from the more Republican states. Um, and this uh, Biden vaccine mandate should be completely outlawed across the entire country. So let's read. Arizona Attorney General uh, Mark Whatever filed a request for a temporary restraining order Friday to stop the Biden administration's vaccine mandate as an ongoing lawsuit moves forward. <clears throat> Cam Habby tweeted out, Arizona is seeking temporary restraining order against the, the Biden administration to halt vaccine mandates. Uh, he, in a statement, he said, once a vaccine has been administered, it can never be undone. The COVID-19 vaccine mandate was one of the greatest infringements upon individual liberty, federalism, and separation of powers by any administration in the country's history, he said. Last month, at the announcement that the federal workers and private sector workers and a business with more than 100 employees must be vaccinated or get tested weekly, Arizona decided to sue the administration. The lawsuit brought up the lack of mandates and security for legal immigrants across the country into the U.S. It also argued that the vaccine mandate violates the Equal Protection Clause because illegal immigrants are being favored over American citizens. In the past few months, over 160,000 migrants have been released into the country and no vaccine or testing requirements have been put into place for them. Our office ex uh, expects... The okay, this is a statement from him, I guess. Let's read. It's Arizona Attorney General Mark Burdovich. There is so much going on in our country right now. We've been involved in so much litigation. But I just want to let everyone know that we expect the Biden administration any minute now to come down with new vaccine mandates from OSHA. I want to assure you, as soon as those are dropped, my colleagues and I will be filing a lawsuit. We'll be asking for an injunction. We're going to do everything we can to stop the unconstitutional vaccine mandates coming out of the Biden administration. We're going to continue to fight for you and every hardworking taxpayer in this country. Good for him. I wish him the best of luck. I really, I really do. 
So his office filed a temporary restraining order on Friday to stop the mandate. This was due to the vaccine deadlines, which were probably passed before the filing of the preliminary injunction is able to be fully heard. I think it's just so, so funny. The left is literally fighting against the government uh, and putting court appeals through for their right to murder babies. And meanwhile, we have to do this to not have the government force us to be vaccinated. It's just pretty, it's just pretty crazy how the, what they think freedom is. Like they, they don't believe in freedom. They don't know what it means. Another complaint was filed alongside the restraining order request that argued that mandates will cause a substantial harm to Arizona's economy and the Arizona business that will either have to fire valuable employees uh, or give them lucrative government contracts. Biden has repeatedly dismissed any concerns about the vaccine mandate and claimed that those who oppose it are trying to make it a political issue. It's not a political issue. It shouldn't be a political issue. They're making it a political issue. Getting the vaccine should not be a political issue. The political issue lies in um, how many constitutional rights, how many human rights are we going to violate to force people to get this vaccine, uh, regardless of the science, regardless of the facts, regardless of the data, regardless of even the economic damage that's going to be caused from such. Who cares about those little silly things? Just get the vaccine. You don't even have to think about it. You don't even have to think about it. Just do what the government tells you to and trust them, and you don't even have to think about it. Stupid people, man. Stupid people out there. Anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you can, please drop the video like, subscribe, turn the post notifications on. New video every single day. If you can, listen to the full episode of the show, the Joey Saladino Show and all the podcast apps. Go right now, please. Go rate five stars on the Apple Podcast app. The left one star bombards me. Only way we can get it back up is if you guys can rate it five stars. If you're watching this on YouTube, please become a YouTube channel member. Show supported and funded by you guys. If you're watching on Facebook, please become a, uh, a Facebook supporter. Show us funded and supported by you guys. And if you can't do any of those things, then go over to my Patreon. It should be in the description or in the bio. Uh, go become a Patreon member of mine, and you can help support me there. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Peace out.